Hygiene is super important in sex work, which is why we've partnered with Hero Soap Company, all natural soaps with no chemicals, dyes, fragrances, or parabens, which the FDA cites for being found in breast cancer biopsy and causes male reproductive problems. Hero Soap Company is veteran-owned and operated handmade in Arizona in the beautiful USA. Subscribe for a monthly delivery of soap straight to your door every month. And for every bar purchase in a subscription, we match and send the troops a peppermint cool soap to tingle their nuts for the first time during deployment. Use my code SIA at checkout for 10% off. Let freedom clean. back to Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the naked people. And yeah, my voice is croaky today because I still have lost my voice. So if you notice for the past couple episodes, I sound like a frog. That's why. But um, who cares about my voice? We have the lovely angelic voice of Rosie today who's joining us on the show. Hi, guys. Yay! She came all the way here from Calgary. I would like to say, yes, she came all the way from Calgary just for the podcast, but no, she's here working, so yeah. <laughs> yay, so excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yay, it's been so long since I, since I last saw you, because I think the last time I saw you was, like, last summer during the Stampede or something? Uh, yeah. Were you at PSO? I think you were at PSO. Oh, on PSO too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that one, and that wasn't too long ago, No, too, it was like so. November-ish. And your routine was fucking fire, girl! Thank you. Oh my god. So PSO, guys, is Pole Sport Organization. No, we're not sponsored, but if you want to sponsor me, please do. <laughs> um, it's a competition that's here um, in Vancouver. I'm also coming up in March, which uh, we're kind of pre-recording this. So by the time um, this airs, it'll be over. And uh, yeah, me and Rosie are actually competing against each other, which is going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm nervous though. Oh you're my good. god! No, yours is good. Everyone's so good. <laughs> oh, we were just talking about you. So yeah, Sydney guys, Phoenix Rose is also in this round as well in her category, yeah. and we're just like, holy shit, Rosie's so good. Oh no! <laughs> I feel like uh, we would both be honored to lose to her, like amaze balls. Because when I met you, I met you at Robbie's studio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was like, damn, you're really good. And then I saw your PSO, I'm like, damn, you fucking improved in, like, six months, like, so much. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so. I actually got into pole dancing at Tantra Fitness. There we go. Yeah. Long before time ago. I started stripping, before I started everything. I, ah. Uh, I, okay. So I started doing pole dancing at Tantra. Yeah. And I was just kind of doing it for fun. And when I moved to Calgary, I couldn't find any pole studios, and so I took an entire year off. Oh my gosh. After like a year, I really wanted to get back into it, and I just Googled it, and Robbie's studio came up because they had just opened. They just opened, yeah. So I started going there, and it's been awesome. (laughs) Oh my god. If you guys are listening, our song studios, shout out to Robbie. Yeah, we love our song. (laughs) Oh good. Super sex worker friendly, which I love. Yes, which is amazing. Super, super amazing. Okay, so well, I didn't know, I don't know anything about you actually, except (laughs) the time that you were like, I don't know, hey, I used to dance at Tantra, and I'm a sex worker, and I do this, and then I was at PSO, and that's as much as I know about you, but we follow each other on Instagram, but... I guess since you started pole dancing before you started stripping, so you got some skills. So why don't we go talk about that, your training and stuff, and how you got into it, and 
I guess just for fun turned into a job. Yeah, so, exactly. Yay. Well, I actually grew up doing very competitive dance. I danced at the Go Ballet in Vancouver. Oh so my god! From Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, mind blown. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I grew up on the Sunshine Coast, actually. Love the Sunshine Coast. I love the Sunshine Coast, so but beautiful. I went to high school in Victoria. Oh my god. And then I moved everywhere back to New Westminster for university. Oh my god. Yeah, and then I just moved to. I've been in Calgary for two years. Two coming three years now. Okay. Yeah. So you've been around, and you have a dance background. Yeah. A huge dance background. Yeah, I did a ton of ballet. I went to the Royal wow. Winnipeg Ballet. Oh my gosh. And I did like jazz and contemporary and tap and all the things. Everything for like my entire life. (laughs) Okay, so it's like that kind of flexibility is like not normally achieved. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It it was years of my mom making me sit there and stretch when I wanted to go out and hang out with my friends. I had to (laughs) do stretching exercises instead if I wanted to be a good dancer, but now I'm a professional dancer, so (laughs) yes. It all worked out. (laughs) It all worked out. How long were you training in ballet and, and all of these other, um, I guess, movements and types of dance? I took ballet when I was really young, and I took a little bit of a break from it, and when I went back to it, I started taking it really seriously, Oh wow! and I went to the summer intensive at the Go Ballet, and I loved it so much, wow. so I went a few more times, I did the Nutcracker, Oh my gosh. Go Ballet. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> and so then nice. I went and trained at the uh, Royal Winnipeg as well for a little bit. But after high school, it's really hard to dance mm-hmm. and make any money from it. So I kind of just stopped after high school. Wow. And yeah, it was interesting. But <laughs> I kind of wanted to take something up that wasn't dance dance, but that was still all about like movement and like strength. That's when I started doing pole dancing. Oh, okay. So I thought it was really, like, fun and interesting. Yeah. So I thought I would try that instead, and I ended up loving it. (laughs) And I have not really stopped since, so... (laughs) Yeah, well, it definitely shows, and as I said earlier, your improvement has just, like, skyrocketed. Yeah. It's been amazing. Even at Tantra, I kind of went from being really nervous to try new things and then when I went back and tried it again I kind of just embraced it and I was like I know it hurts but if I keep doing it over and over again my skin will toughen up and I'll be able to do it yes. so I did that and okay yeah, I've definitely yeah. progressed like very quickly in very the past quickly. little like year I guess so. yeah totally amazing and like it's pole guys is like not easy <laughs> yeah it's pretty hard it's very very hard too like did you play any other sports as well or is it no. just all dance well dance is hard Anything. as well <laughs> yeah. yeah cause it's a lot of um, work and conditioning on your body and stuff too and like I guess what your mom was doing too is just really trying to strengthen you up <laughs> yeah my, like, my mom was a dancer day. and my grandma was a dancer so oh, my whole wow. family is very dance sort of athletic oh so I kind of just grew up in that sort of environment. My grandma actually used to be a burlesque dancer. Oh, wow! Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. That's so incredible. Yeah, it's really fun. I haven't told her I'm a stripper, though. No, I think they... Most parents, I mean, unless you have really fucking cool parents and cool family, they usually would die a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually told my mom. How? How did that go? Week? Last week? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so recent. I know. And I just told her over the phone. Oh, my God. Because she kind of brought... I told her I was go-go dancing. Yeah. So in Alberta, we have go-go dancers that like dance at the strip club okay yeah and so I told her I was doing that and then she was like be careful if someone wants you to come and sit down and like talk to someone and I was like actually so about that (laughs) I actually that's my job (laughs) that is my real job (laughs) yeah and I I don't think she even understood what it 
really entailed. So she was right. like, oh, okay, that, that's interesting. <laughs> I'll talk to her more about it yeah, later. Yeah, I was going to ask if you ever have that conversation with her. Is she really Yeah, I'll probably, or? no. My parents are pretty liberal. My dad's like an artist. and Oh, cool. Yeah, they were in the film industry for a while, and they're pretty artsy, so. I feel like they should I'll understand. Yeah, I would. <laughs> probably when I'm back for PSO, I'll talk to them. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because that's always tricky, too, because, like, I think my dad knows. Like, he kind of had a conversation with me, but, like, didn't really explicitly say anything. Yeah. And then my mom kind of, I think, knows that I dance at a club. I think she thinks it's, like, go-go dancing or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, no, that's not it. And she's not, like, really understanding. And I also don't really want to tell her because she's, like, super conservative and, like, yeah, Catholic. <laughs> she, she would like die. So I'm like, I don't want to go there. But that's cool though. Did you have any siblings? No, I'm the only child. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. I was like, did you tell your sister, or your brother? Like, no, I, I wish, but no, I'm an only child. It's probably what got me all of my dance kind of things that my parents were able to put all the effort into yeah. sending me to dance camps rather than <laughs> having to deal with multiple yeah, children. Spreading so. that out, right? Yeah, oh it was gosh. fun. But mm-hmm. so, what got you into? Um, stripping then was it just like a natural progressive movement kind yeah, of thing like, sort of I have the skill might as well make money <laughs> pretty much I've also I've wanted to be a stripper forever yes like since yes. high school <laughs> I've always been I've always knew that I was going to like try yeah, it at least one day and as soon as I tried it it was like that's it. <laughs> this yeah, is the best like, job ever. This yeah. is it. <laughs> yeah. So did you start then in Vancouver, or did you start when you I started when Calgary? I moved to Calgary. Oh, okay. So yeah. pretty good. I was working at a bar out there, and I was making lots of tips, and it was really great, and I went in, and I was like, this seems really fun, but I did a ton of research. <laughs> good. I, like went on so many stripper forums before I started. I listened to so many stripper podcasts before I started. <laughs> okay. I like I actually listened to strippers with anxiety. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer is amazing. Like, yeah. I love that podcast. It's so fun. So and good. I was like, this is so much fun and this industry sounds so interesting. So I went in and applied. But in Calgary we have go go dancers and strippers at the same club. So okay. the go go dancers, you don't need a license. Oh, wait, what? in Alberta, you license. need a license to be a stripper. What? Yeah. Okay, slow down. Wait, what? Okay, how do you... Okay, what does a license entail? Like, that you are legally allowed to, like, strip for people? Yeah, it's like oh. an exotic dancer license. And it's oh issued God. by City Hall. I have to go and tell the lady <laughs> that I want to be an exotic dancer. And they, like, fill out whatever forms. And I get a license that has, like, my photo on it. Oh, my God. And I have to keep it on me at the club when I'm, like, working. Whoa, yeah, that's really so interesting. different. It's so structured. Mm-hmm. So I kind of find that like go-going is a good first step. So I go-goed mm-hmm. for about two weeks when I was waiting for my license to come <laughs> in, weeks. but I knew for sure that I didn't want to be a go-go dancer. Yeah, you're like, no, They no. like, obviously don't get paid minimum wage, but right. so they only work for tips. And oh they dance God. for five hours straight on the go-go poles. They're like not allowed like very many breaks and they just oh dance for like five hours. That's like more work. It's a ton of work, and you can make a lot of money, but it's tiring. (laughs) And I think I make more money as a stripper, and I just sit there half the time. Yeah, sitting half the time, doing a stage show the other half the time. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, okay, wait, go-go dancing, that wouldn't be the same as, like, say, go-go dancers at the strip, but they can also kind of VIP? They can't VIP at all? You can VIP if you have a license. So sometimes... 
some of the go-go dancers don't want to do stage shows and they'll mm-hmm. just go-go and then sell dances, but it's kind of cheating, I yeah, think. Yeah, totally cheating. They're sitting there getting tips from everybody and they can do private dances, so it's kind of like double dipping. Totally double dipping. Although, <laughs> it's like whoever's hustle. Yeah, I mean, like kudos to you. you <laughs> I don't know. It's, it definitely, it makes more sense to do that, but I think overall it's kind of, kind of cheating. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. So I guess um, I guess never you never did like amateur night or anything here. No, like, I always wanted to, ah, and so I fun. actually tried to apply at the Paramount in New Westminster. Oh my gosh, that's so I used to live club. <laughs> up in those condo buildings above it. Ah. And I went in and I was so drunk one night. And I, was like, I want to work here, and they told me to come back on Friday, and I was like, I can't, I can't come back. So I never went back. And oh my God. it's so interesting how different it is. So different, mm-hmm. and that club is different too because it's like no alcohol. It's like the one like stage full yeah. kind of thing. There yeah, too. it's interesting. And yeah, so yeah. I guess okay. So what was your audition process? Was there an audition process? There or? was no audition process. You just, I just signed to in. City Hall. <laughs> well, I went and talked to the manager. He put in all the information to kind of get my contact and whatever. They paid for my license because you have to pay, oh. I believe it's $250. Oh, wow. So it is, it is like a business license. Yeah. It literally is. Yeah. What? This is incredible. Yeah. It's really, oh and you gosh. have to renew it every year. So I have to renew mine probably coming up the next month or two. Oh, my God. To go and renew it. Crazy. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's like a driver's license. It's like a yeah, real license. Yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> That's such an interesting structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> and uh, the clubs in Alberta, you can't touch or anything. Oh, good. So I do find they're a lot different than working in Vancouver. I know not yeah. all the clubs here are contact, but they're like very strictly no contact in Alberta. Okay. So no contact at all the clubs or just certain clubs? It's supposed to be all of them, but I know there's a few in Edmonton and everything <laughs> that kind of bend the rules a little bit there always are Mm -hmm. right but the clubs that I work at it's kind of it's different than a lot of the girls because I'm not on the circuit I don't travel okay so there's like three there's four clubs in Calgary Mm -hmm. and three of them owned or by or are owned by the same company okay it's called like FME French made entertainment I believe French made yeah (laughs) oh my god what are these names right and they own three clubs okay and I dance at all three of those clubs but I don't work for independent so I don't travel I work like for this other company nice so we're supposed to be house girls so we stay at those home clubs and we like rotate between the three but I don't have to go anywhere else I like that which is really nice because I'm in school and I do not want to leave (laughs) I enjoy staying in Calgary yeah for sure Mm -hmm. I guess those clubs that aren't owned by the FME or whatever um that's like Boudoir Rouge and stuff like that yeah Boudoir ESQ and Cat House okay I have been to Boudoir Rouge Last last time I was at the Calgary Stampede. Yeah. It's actually pretty nice in there. I do. I it's really, really like nice. it more. It's like velvet, like plush, like beautiful. Yeah, they're, they try to make it kind of like a nightclub to really yeah. attract more people. And I really like working there because of the environment. Mm-hmm. It gets super busy on Friday and Saturday nights where it's just packed. 
Yeah. And it's kind of like a fun place to work because it is a nightclub, but you have like it, stage shows. It feels and like music that. and totally super fun. Because <laughs> when I went there, it was like freaking lit. Like I yeah. don't know if it was just because it was Calgary Stampede weekend, but it was like freaking <laughs> lit. I was like, what is this place? Yeah, so Stampede's cool. pretty crazy. That's like another story. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so going back to those clubs, are there, like, distinctive, different, like, vibes in each one? Like, how it is in Vancouver? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Break it down for us. They're very different. So, Boudoir, I find, is a nightclub with strippers. Mm-hmm. And then ESQ is probably the second, I'm going to say, like, nicest. <laughs> and it's definitely more of a strip club. Okay, like they, classic. Yeah. Strip club vibes. And then Cat House is its a whole nother... It's... it's Probably the most rundown out of all of them, and there's like not a lot of like rules. Oh, I love okay. The manager, but he's not really on the floor that often, and everybody just kind of hangs out in the DJ booth, and oh. it's definitely a little bit more kind of Chill. loose there. Versus boudoir is like very strict. Very strict. The manager okay. is like super awesome, and he, but he DJs as well, so he'll stand at the DJ booth and he'll pretty much watch. Everything. everything that's going on oh wow mm-hmm. oh my gosh it's yeah intense. another thing that's way different than the clubs here is we pay our dances we have to bring them in through the till oh my god it's like a restaurant yeah <laughs> and we get a receipt and then they pay us at the end of the night oh what they owe us based on like how many like little chits we have Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. a really cool system, though. So that's a really good way of keeping track, though. It is a really good way of keeping track. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because I can keep them for taxes. So I have all of my right. receipts for the like the floor fee that I pay, and mm-hmm. I can keep track of all my income. Yeah. And I, like, am, I've kept all of my receipts. I'm very, so good. very anal <laughs> about making sure that I keep everything. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a really, really good habit, too, because mm-hmm. then here it's kind of difficult to do that, especially you can't do that for dances, like, at all. Yeah. Like, if you're in, you're on stage, you have, like, your little envelope of, like, you know, how many dances, mm-hmm. um, feature dances you do, like, per night, or per week, actually, per week. But that's pretty much the only thing, like, you have to kind of mentally... <laughs> keep track of everything which can be kind of crazy mm-hmm. so yeah I'm gonna have to figure that out for this week for this year too almost <laughs> like the taxes are coming up I know <laughs> like can. okay so it is a little it's, it is structured mm-hmm. there a lot it sounds like yeah and we saw dances by like five minute increments, increments. oh okay. so like a five minute dance is thirty dollars Whoa. So it goes up, so a 10-minute dance would be $60, and then it goes up in 5-minute and $30 increments. What's your tip out? Like, um, we keep $18 of every $30. Oh, wow. Yeah. Seems like it's, like, less than... Yeah. <laughs> your face is like, yes. Because <laughs> at number 5, it's, like, 50 but then you keep 35 Yeah. And then at Penthouse, it's, like, 40 bucks dance, and then you just tip out five so it's the same yeah so. I find it's really interesting how different everywhere is so when it comes different. to that they definitely take a decent chunk and we also pay a $45 floor fee on top of them taking everything. even as a feature oh my god well actually yeah that, that makes sense but then we get paid like per show as well per stage show right same but with us. usually we have I'll have two to three shows a night mm. and we get paid like $45 per show, but then we also 
pay them $45 as a floor fee. So if I right. do one show that covers my floor fee, or if I do two shows that I only am getting $45. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So. Does that does that increase, like for the stage shows, uh, increase as you kind of get more popular or anything like that? Sort of. They, they said that they're going to revamp the whole system Structure. kind of coming up, but right now it is... It's kind of based on if you have, like, costumes mm-hmm. and, like, promo to play games with. Yes. Because fun thing about Calgary <laughs> Strip Clubs is the loony game. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to wait to bring that up. I'm like, when do we want to talk about this? Yeah. Oh it's my gosh. interesting. It is very interesting. And that was one thing I saw at Boudoir Rouge. Like, I heard about it. And I was like, no, that sounds awful. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is real. Mm-hmm. I'm just like scared. Like, I know you can make a lot of money that way, but it's just like, I'm scared for those like idiots that would just like freaking whip it. Yeah, I have girls. some people that are super aggressive and like throw them, but okay, so pretty much what the loony game is. is <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry guys, let's talk about the loony game. Um, we call it like, like just playing games on stage. So depending on what it is, I usually will take one of my posters and like roll it up into like a cone sort mm-hmm. of and then just hold it out and then you can throw loonies like into the cone. Yeah. Some people put one like on their butt and then you have to like knock it off or like something like that. Uh-huh. Which I don't want someone throwing coins at me. No. So I like rolling up a poster and then I can put it over here and it's not going to be yeah. like at me. It's into the poster. But I have a couple right. people that like throw it into the poster and then will like throw one at me. Oh my god. Ahead. Like, Goodbye. Yeah. You do not belong here. Or the people That's that throw awful. like quarters. Oh my fucking god. I'll like take them out and like throw them back at yeah. them. <laughs> like what the fuck is this? Yeah. I'll like I'll That's I'll like awful. take them out and like sort through and go through and take out all the quarters and like put it back on their side of the thing and I'll be like, I think you might need those more yeah. than I do. <laughs> there you go. Get to poke fun at it. Yeah. Know, that's not acceptable at all. Yeah. I was honestly really nervous before I started working in Calgary because I heard about that and I heard that there's all these horror stories of people throwing them and... Totally. Yeah. I was very... I did not play for the longest time. Yeah. It's only within the past maybe month or two that okay. I started doing it because I... And my best friend is, who I work with, is she absolutely hates it. Yeah, well, one, I just, and this is a totally Albertan thing. Like, I've never heard of this it's anywhere else. nowhere, like, nowhere, it's except like, for <laughs> Calgary and Red Deer, pretty much. Yeah, it's just so bizarre to me. And, like, I have read those horror stories. I've heard of them. Like, I heard when people, like, light up their yeah, coins. Yeah, that's what I heard. I was, yeah. And, you know, that could cause some permanent damage. And, like, even if you're not you know, heating up a coin or anything like that. Like, if people are just whipping it, that's fucking hard. It's painful. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, how does that make you feel that that something, like, this long-standing tradition, if you call it that, is still a thing? Like, I think they could easily not do it anymore and people would forget about it. Yeah. I know that there are a lot of people that specifically actually come to the club because they want to play that like those type of games oh they'll gosh. bring people from out of town because it's such a unique thing to Calgary and yeah. to Alberta but novelty I they could easily not allow it anymore and yeah. people would forget about it so quickly totally. it is I think the only real benefit from it is people don't realize how much 
they're throwing. Yeah. If they have a whole bunch of loonies, it just looks so easy. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll make an extra like two hundred dollars a <laughs> night amazing. from playing. Sometimes it's That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's worth it, but it's also not at yeah. the same time. And do you think it's do you think it's degrading? Do you think it? I think it. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. think it can be. I think it can be fun, or I think it can be degrading, and I think it really depends on like who you are and how you're playing and also who the customers are totally because some people are really nice about it and it's kind of a fun thing and if you're having fun and you're doing it in a safe way it can be fun but when you have (laughs) drunk guys that are just like throwing change and on the stage too people who don't know will just take handfuls of loonies and just throw them like onto the stage mid-show and i'm like (laughs) <laughs> I am gonna break my ankle slipping on these. That's happened to me at Penthouse. Some of the guys yeah. throw coins on there. We actually had to stop my set, and then like the DJ had to like ring that guy up. Be like, this is not acceptable. Yeah, she can slip on the shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's nuts. Yeah, yeah. I had this one guy just throw a handful of loonies on the stage, and I was God. like, "You go, guy. <laughs> you go." Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what other games do you guys do there too? Like. That's pretty one? much the other, like the only one. But yeah. you can really like switch up how you want to play. You can roll it up or try right. to knock them off your butt or something. Do they really press you to have merchandise to sell, like magnets, lighters, posters? It's not mandatory, mm-hmm. but they do keep track of who does it and who doesn't. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So it's more like more bookability, I suppose. Like if yeah. you have promo, they'll want to have you back more. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Holy crap. It is interesting, and it's very much if you have costumes, if you have promo, if you're going to be playing games, if you're going to do that, you're more likely to get better shows. You're more likely to just, like, be, like, have, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, the managers definitely, they notice. Oh, that's so, so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, here, like, it just depends really on the clubs. Yeah. Like, Brandy's will have really big shows. The Granville Strip will have really, really big shows. Number five is just, like, dance around a lingerie and twerk, yeah. <laughs> which I like. Yeah, I like that, too. <laughs> then Penthouse is a really good, like, happy medium, which is, like, mm-hmm. my thing, because it's really cash. But, like, because I find, like, the big feature shows are kind of diminishing a bit. You don't really... I don't know how it is in Alberta, but, like, do you find that, you know, people aren't doing that or not investing as much... In that, I think years ago, the independent dancers used to dance at our clubs, and mm. they all had costumes, and they put on this big theatrical performance, and it's yeah. like this whole thing, and the like new wave of us working at these clubs, barely any of us have costumes, barely any totally. of us really do those big shows, and I kind of straddled the line between dance things and stripper things, things because yeah. I have a really hard time... Sometimes my shows, I will just do it for myself, and I'll, there won't be a lot of people, and I'll just have fun, and it's, yeah. like, so ballet, so dance, oh. like, making sure that I, like, have really nice lines. fingers and lines <laughs> and all of this, and then sometimes you can tell people don't care Oh, all. yeah. No. <laughs> and there's, you can just go on stage and just kind of twerk a little bit and, like, roll around, and people will think it's great, and I think it really depends yeah. Yeah. And it totally depends on your audience. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Also, it's way less likely for us to have big costumes because the money is not as great in Alberta as it right. used to be. So now none right. of us can really, I'm not going to spend $200 on 
buying a costume when I don't feel like I necessarily will get that back right away. Yeah, it's, it's quite an investment too. And I had mentioned this, um, I think in one of the episodes as well, but like no one really wants to do the big shows anymore because it's like thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's a huge expensive. investment. It's very expensive. And like, it's really great when you see that, like as a client, like if I'm coming to the club, like I think it's so awesome when I, when I see a full show and it's just like, you know, the five piece set and like, you know, it's, it's a huge production. But then when I want to just like party and chill and stuff, mm-hmm. like I don't care too much. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, it's, it's just so different. Like, I'm not sure kind of that's who you are. You're, you're kind of in the middle like too. You don't really want to invest yeah as well yeah Yeah. I and I honestly find a lot of the time just doing more casual shows but in really like cute clothes I will make just as much as if I was wearing like a big sparkly five-piece set right yeah (laughs) I think it depends on the crowd on the day weekends at boudoir is more of a party club scene so they do want us to have sparkly showy fun sort of things but at ESQ you could definitely get away with wearing more casual stuff because it's more of a casual place to place. be yeah and at esq and at Cados, you can choose your own music Ooh, to dance nice. to which is oh, really fun it gets a little tiring <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part it's really nice to be able because then you can really change your music based on what kind of clothes you're wearing what kind yes. of costume if you want to have a certain vibe to the to the, to room. the show yeah absolutely i love that but boudoir is supposed to be a pop top 40 club oh, so okay. they it's pretty, pretty much play nothing but top 40 top 40s <laughs> not the best to dance to yeah. let's be honest but <laughs> what about um going to more like the rules and regulations and stuff too what about quotas because i heard that quotas are a big thing in alberta mm-hmm. we do not have quotas oh you don't at yours no oh sweet yeah it's nice <laughs> that's, awesome. that's another thing that's very different between the independent girls and our clubs we don't have those quotas I know management is checking how many dances people sell and all of that sort of thing but the fact that we're not there's no mandatory it's really nice super nice (laughs) it's definitely a little bit more relaxing yeah you're not stressed about if you're selling enough dances takes off the pressure too it does for sure Okay, for some reason I thought there were quotas. Maybe that's for the other clubs, maybe? At the other clubs there are. Yeah, because I've heard it's been pretty intense. And, like, when you go into Winnipeg, too, there's also, like, mm-hmm. quotas and stuff there, too. Like, it's like, I just wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to personally, guys. I'm not motivated in that way. Because yeah. I don't like doing lap dances that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly... I'm really excited because I'm working at the Five this weekend. And yes. It's so different doing contact dances compared to non-contact dances. Totally. It's a lot harder to sell people on non-contact dances. Yeah. And the amount of people that come in, oh, but in Toronto, you're allowed to touch. And I'm like, <laughs> sorry. then go back to Toronto. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we're in Calgary. You can throw loonies at me, but you cannot touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this Calgary-wide thing, because um, I know in Vancouver, definitely number five is contact. Mm-hmm. But, like, penthouse, no contact, which is what I like because, I don't know, it's a boundary thing. And mm-hmm. I want people touching. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I'd be okay with it, honestly. <laughs> like, the one time I was dancing number five, I just, like, did not sell any dances. So I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly find that contact clubs, though, they are pretty good for security and setting your own boundaries on how you feel about certain things mm-hmm. versus 
I, I don't know. The security at the number five is so good. They have someone that's watching the cameras. Oh, I feel time. very safe there. Yeah. Our clubs, they have cameras, but like, there's not really that much security. No one's really monitoring. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's it's tough too because you you'll get in trouble if someone if you're like letting someone touch you. I think they fine you like 10 grand what <laughs> yeah oh my gosh, it's so like crazy. they're very very strict about it because the wow. club could like lose their license oh wow yeah. oh my gosh that's yeah strict 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 no touching mm-hmm. how was your experience dancing number five so far though with i the love whole it contact yeah i yeah. love that club money's so good there it yeah it's fun <laughs> this is actually my second time oh okay here. so you okay perfect. i was here over the summer there we go how was that? How was your, do you remember your first time, like, the first time you had to do, like, a contact dance? Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. I'd never done one before, and I pretty much just sat there. I didn't even dance. The guy just felt my boobs, and I was like, okay, I guess this is a contact dance. <laughs> just, like, sitting there. Yeah, I was like, was he? I literally was just sitting there. <laughs> Were you like, nervous what you do? <laughs> um, yeah, I was a little nervous. It's yeah. definitely so different that I was kind of unsure what it was going to be like but I'm fine with contact dances mm-hmm. and this is a boundary thing I think and also like a mental thing too because mm-hmm. um yeah like a lot of the clubs here don't offer that contact so maybe a lot of people are just like not used to that but yeah but that's fun get lots of money that way for sure <laughs> yeah absolutely what else are we going to talk about here? Oh, yeah. We're also going to talk about <laughs> how we're going to be competing against each other. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so exciting! I am so stoked. I actually cannot wait. Our category, is, um, our category is pretty fierce, I have to say. Yeah, I know so many good styles. you and I know Phoenix Rose, yeah. but I don't think I know the other two girls. I know Pia, okay. who's also a dancer at Hendra. And I don't know who the other girl is, so now it's like, fuck, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. fucking fire. I know, so. I'm, I'm excited. I have chosen my music, but I have not started choreography. Oh, me too. Okay, so you, <laughs> me, Phoenix. Yeah. Oh my god. Honestly, um, when I did PSO in March, I did Dramatic and Exotic, yes. level three for both of them. It's so good, though. Oh, thank you. So good. I, uh, I had so long to do choreography, and I waited until the flight to Vancouver on Friday before the competition to do all my choreography. I just, I spent the entire flight, I sat there and I wrote down all my choreography for both my routines. I went to Tantra for open pole and I practiced both of them twice and then I woke up the next morning, went back for an open pole, practiced them again and then competed both of them. You're insane! It was pretty intense. Sounds so stressful. I don't want to do that again because I think level four is just going to be a little bit harder. And it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think level three was, was a good category to start in, mm-hmm. but I don't think that I can just wing it for this one, especially like you and Phoenix are so good and I'm so nervous so honestly I think we're all on the same (laughs) she's like should we train together um I haven't picked a song yet like what should I tend to do like girl I like don't have time to do this right now yeah because February is such a short month and then March is gonna go by so quick it's coming up so fast I think I have my song (laughs) But it's a, it's a different category. Okay, so guys, we're competing in the DTF, not down to fuck, <laughs> drip, tease, flow category. Yeah. 
So, like, my understanding of this category is just, like, fluidity and, like, you know, you're moving, like, liquid and, you know, it's very, like, to me, like, low flow but not low flow. Yeah. That's kind of my understanding. Is that what you're understanding Yeah, that's, that's what I'm assuming. Okay. I, I'm probably going to put in some pole tricks. I think, I don't know if you have to, I but I think I might to. try to do, like, one or two interesting ones. But, yeah, I want to try to do a lot of floor work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it depends because, like, the judging is so subjective in <laughs> these competitions, right? Yeah. You know, one judge can love you, the other one can hate you, and, like, it, <laughs> it can be kind of just really interesting. And, and all of us, I think, have very, very different styles. Like, mm-hmm. I agree. This one is definitely, like, out of my comfort zone because I'm always kind of in between exotic and championship because I love tricks. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I was like, I'm going to challenge myself. You know, like, no one's going to be in this category. It's just going to be me experimenting, like, slowing down and, like, trying to do continuous movement. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone's in this one. Because <laughs> I was, like, looking between this and RX. Oh, not RX. Um, Shadow Band. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing that one. Yeah. But, but then I was yeah. like, I don't know. It's not, like, a lot of description on that one. Yeah. I had a yeah. hard time choosing if I wanted to do just one or if I wanted to do two pieces. Because mm-hmm. me coming all the way into Vancouver, having to stay somewhere, the flights, all of that, it's kind of expensive just it to is. do one, like, routine. And if I don't win, <laughs> then it's like, I came over here not to win. Totally. <laughs> and yeah. I'm very competitive, so. Yes. Well, at the last, uh, the last competition in November... Our song studios fucking swept the competition. Yeah, we did pretty well. We I was like, I well. was very impressed. I was not yeah. expecting us to. I knew that you guys were gonna be a crazy competitive studio. Yeah, and you guys like fucking killed it. Like Mimi killed me in my <laughs> category, and Jenna Lissa is like another fucking story. Uh, She's gonna be in the podcast too. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited too. It's like, girl, you need to be on the show. Yeah, she freestyled. Her routine. I know. I know. I'm like, who? How? Ha- what? It's like, nuts. Are you? Are you kidding me? But she's done so many competitions. Yeah, she like, has. We definitely competed against her in. Um, I think we competed against each other in the CPFA in Toronto a couple of years ago, and I'm just like, and I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's super good. Super super competitive. Um, but yes, looking forward to that. Mm, <laughs> Cannot wait. How did you feel? Because you did two very different styles. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you did dramatic. You also did exotic. Obviously, with your ballet background, I guess dramatic would be a fit. Yeah. How did you? How, what's your process like? Because then, even just hearing like, oh, I had my choreography and I just rehearsed it like basically twice. That's like <laughs> mind blowing. Yeah, I um, I kind of wanted to do dramatic because I wanted to bring it back to my like dance roots. Totally. And I kind of thought it would be a, a fairly easy category to choreograph and to do just because I I kind of have that movement already so it would just be kind of putting together right. some choreography and then I was like if anybody is gonna win exotic it should be a stripper Absolutely. <laughs> so I was like why not both <laughs> so I did both to kind of have both of my styles that I can do in one competition to try both of them see if I did better in one or the other right I'm still fairly new at exotic as oh. much as I've been stripping for a year, as much as I've been doing, like, exotic classes, mm. I didn't do anything wow. like that before I started. 
Right, because yeah. you were doing pretty much all sorts of dance before. Yeah, I was doing a ton of ballet, but nothing that's really that kind of sexy. Right. I didn't really know how to like move in that <laughs> sort of sexy way, so it's really interesting taking classes, just what I learned from work, just kind of Instagram has yes. been amazing. <laughs> it's a great resource. Yeah. Before <laughs> I started doing my, before my first stage show, though, I spent hours researching stripper <laughs> moves and how to do exotic and like the leg twit like wavy things and yes. all of that and how to twerk I practiced how to twerk for like a month oh my god I just watched hard. like videos and worked on it and worked on it and worked on it I think I'm getting there it's hard. On it. you know like and I have so much respect for all the strippers out there because a lot of them are self-taught too mm-hmm. and I'm just like how did you learn how to do all this yeah there's a lot of girls that are really proud of the fact that they're self-taught which totally. I think is really awesome that they that they're able to kind of watch things and just try to pick it up and just learn it absolutely just do it and like yeah, it's it's really impressive. It's yeah. honestly, it's a really empowering job because totally. there's so many girls that you see and you see them start and then the progress that they make via like from when they start until months later and mm-hmm. just how much new tricks they learn and how many, how like their hustle gets better and just, <laughs> I don't know, it's really interesting. Yeah, no, seriously. And it's, it's really hard because like, Especially, like, back in the day, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, like, there weren't any pole studios before. Yeah. So, like, how would you learn? You just have to learn on your own. Absolutely. And... <laughs> the pole community has expanded so much recently. So much. Yeah. It's becoming so much more mainstream, and it's kind of fun to... It's fun to be part of it. Yeah. It's kind of... It's interesting that I do so much pole, and that I really consider myself very much a pole dancer and all of that. Mm-hmm. But still working in a strip club, I see both sides of where I dance with a lot of people that are, oh, not a stripper. I'm a pole dancer, not a stripper. Right. But then I'm also, like, dancing with strippers that are kind of, oh, pole dancers. (laughs) Right? So it's, it's, and, like, the fact that I'm on both sides is, it's really interesting to kind of hear everyone's opinions on everything. Totally. (laughs) I don't like it when, you know, like, pole dancers... So people that are not in sex work are like, oh, I can never, or like, you know, stripper is bad and have that mm-hmm. outlook because pole dancing is where it started. Yeah. You know, st- stripping is the, the roots. It's Absolutely. the origin. It just seems like a little bit weird. And I like, I understand that sex work is not for everybody, mm-hmm. but kind of just putting it down so unnecessary yeah you don't have to like be able to do someone's job to like respect them totally right it just doesn't seem progressive to me at all like it just seems like backwards and then of course they have strippers looking down at pole dancers i can see that too (laughs) yeah i can totally see that too but i think there's also some good parts of it too you know there's a lot of hate on the hustlers movie and you know j-lo and stuff i think it's also a good thing because you know, it is bringing it to the mainstream. It is it making is. it, like, more acceptable and okay, too. So I think that's a good aspect or a good perspective to mm-hmm. look at it as well. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just all work together? God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so hard? Okay, well, there's a couple um, questions here as well that we can kind of go into. Yeah. So I guess we kind of went over this, sort of. But I don't know if you know the answers to all of these. But how many clubs are there in Alberta? In Alberta? I know, it's like Alberta seems like really big. I'm not too sure. There's four in Calgary, three from my company, and then Blondie's, which is an independent Independent. company. Right. I've been in there a few times. It's kind of like a sports bar. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, they have like the checkered stage and oh. lots of TVs. Oh, wow. Yeah, sports bar with yeah. strippers. Cool, yeah. why not? And there's, there's Red Deer. Mm-hmm. There's two clubs in Red Deer and a few in Edmonton. Have you ever danced in Red Deer or Edmonton? I have not, but my best friend just danced in Red Deer oh. and hated it. Oh, <laughs> oh no, really? <laughs> not good conditions or just like yeah bad i think money. it's just it's kind of a weird place oh, small no. town alberta is oh. pretty redneck pretty right. rough yeah so. it can be right so yeah. maybe not may not, not be not sure. really my style no so i like working in calgary and i'll come down to vancouver i would like to go to toronto and montreal at some point yeah there's supposed to be some great clubs in montreal and and also Toronto too, and and Kate Max spoke about her experiences there because she's from there. But it's structured a bit differently in Toronto as well too. Yeah. And dances are cheaper, but it's easier to sell and stuff too. Like there's there's a lot. So if you ever go, let me know, and I'll have to bring you back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess you kind of touched into this as well. Do you have to be on the circuit or an independent to be a feature? No. No. We pretty much, there's a whole bunch of girls, and pretty much all of us do stage shows. And then we wow. just send our availability to our manager, and he pretty much just prints schedules for all three clubs. Oh, but there's wow. enough of us girls that we all can have a few shows, because there's three clubs, so it's all really spread out. Nice. But it usually goes, like, I'll work one week at Boudoir, the next work week I'll be at ESQ, the next week I'll be at Cat House, kind of alternating to oh, all good. three. Oh, good. So you have a nice rotation yeah. and stuff. And it's honestly really nice to have different clubs but you know all the same girls and it's the same nothing's changing yeah so it's a new environment so you can kind of restart your <laughs> just Keeps like a fresh, fresh hustle but totally. you're still working with all the same friends and it's that's it's awesome yeah. it's a pretty good structure then yeah. that's pretty cool also well, i guess we are recording now you are dancing at number five now but yeah. when are you going to be dancing in bc I would love to come back over the summer. Mm-hmm. I really would like to be here over the summer. I really want to dance at Blondie or uh, at Brandy's. Oh yeah, Brandy's is great. So many tricks there too. There's a different agent that runs Brandy's, but it's still technically part of Stripperdet. I think Ken runs the shows there at Brandy's mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, that club is open. I think like seventies week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the other club that I worked at is the Fox. Oh, the Fox! Yeah. Oh my gosh, so sad. I know. I yes. like, grew up in Victoria, Victoria right. and it was the very first strip club I ever went to, oh, and uh, I, when I was uh, in Vancouver over the summer, mm-hmm. I was on my way to Victoria, and I messaged them to ask if I could come in, and they said that I could come in, and I worked there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, nice. and then Monday morning they shut down. Oh, wow. I worked wow. there, like, the last week, and they were open. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That makes me And so I was, sad. like, the nostalgia of being there, and then the fact that they just, all of a sudden, they were closed. And I was, like, so one nice. week later, and I would have, I, I wouldn't have been able to work there. And it was, it was a really fun I've time. heard so many great things. Like, yeah, we went over that in episode two, I think, um, with Asia. Mm-hmm. But there's just so much, like, that club was so iconic, it right. was. It was. It no. was such a great club too, and it's been around for so long. So long. And the staff was amazing. I'm really happy I got to work there. Yeah, and plus, like, you grew up in Victoria too. Like, yeah. How was your experience dancing there? It was interesting. It was a lot about stage shows mm-hmm. and not really about selling dances. 
but I didn't really get to do stage shows, so I was just selling dances, and I ended up selling way more than everyone else. Sweet! (laughs) But no, the dances there are even more different than Calgary because they're no contact, but not only are they no contact, you sit in it, or the customer sits in a chair, and then I dance like up on a platform. Oh, right, I did and, hear about this. And they, and they can't come any closer, and you, you have to dance. You're just kind of Air dancing, dancing on, like, this little stage in front of them. Whereas, like, at least in Calgary, we can be, like, right over top of them, and we can get, like, really, really, really close. We just can't, like, actually touch them. Right. So trying to sell dances there <laughs> for no contact was challenging. That is super challenging. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's such an interesting structure. Like, oh, that just seems a bit yeah. weird. <laughs> it was, but I got to um, shoot with Liquid Cherry Strip. Nice. Shout out. Love yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. We also love him. Everyone's a big fan of him. Yeah. So I would, like, <laughs> love to work with him again if I was going to be doing shows here. Yeah. His photography is great. Hey, I suppose, I guess, I think his name's Mike or something, right? I don't remember his name, but he's supposed to be in the show, but then I'm never, never in Victoria, so I'm like, well, when are you in Vancouver next? Yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess the last question here, best advice for dancers that are just starting out that you didn't receive when you started? <laughs> Ooh. I mean, you did a ton of research. Yeah, I did, I, did, I did a lot of research. I'm pretty, like, type A when it comes to sort of that sort of thing, so I was not going to go in blind. No. <laughs> but just smart. Honestly, I think just, like, being confident and just going in mm-hmm. and just, like, showing up and just trying it. And I kind of found you learn pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. You own it. Just got to own it, guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's pretty much it. It's not a, not a, not a big secret, right? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess with that, that brings us to the end of this episode. Yay. But before I let you go, because you got to work tonight, um, where can we find you? Well, I will be at Boudoir, Rouge, and ESQ in Calgary for Calgary. the next while, until yes. I'm done school, at least. <laughs> <laughs> but you can probably be here over the summer, mm-hmm. maybe somewhere else over the summer. We will see. We will see. Follow me on Instagram. Yes. What's Rosie. your ID? It's Rosie, R-O-S-I-E underscore skies, Y-Y-C. There we go. Any OnlyFans, Twitter? No. Nothing like that? Mm-hmm random websites here. No. And I are Everyone's like plugging all their shit. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we know where to stalk you. So yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and follow, and review, and all the things. <laughs> Strip by Sia and my personal Sia staff, if you want to holla at me. And we'll catch you guys in next Sunday for another episode. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us, Rosie. Catch you later. You're listening to Stripped by Sia. Produced and hosted by Steph Sia, a.k.a. Kimchi. Music by Ted D. Photography by Ian Davern and graphics by Maria.